<laughs> okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Spooky Movie Squad. This is episode 147. Wow. This is chapter one of Animal Horror. So uh, <laughs> I realized there were so many older films that I watched that had like an animal or some type of an animal beast. as the antagonist. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there were tons of really old ones. Um, this one's kind of near and dear to me. I love this one so much. Uh, my mom actually got this uh, uh, bootleg version of this. Uh, this movie and Friday, I had we had tons of movies. So uh, yeah, my mom was crazy about movies. So we always had something to watch, something to watch. But we watched the 1997 movie Anaconda. <laughs> Hell yeah. And Ice Cube. Yeah. And John Voight. And Owen Wilson. Wow. Yeah. Oh, scraggly oh. Owen Wilson. <laughs> uh, but no, uh, this one, uh, I didn't realize. It, it, it just, it feels weird to watch it again. Because I remember seeing this so long ago. It has been a really long time since I've seen this movie. Yeah. And just having this movie in the house, you just, just watch it. it. It's weird. It's watching it now. I had an all right time with it. The the clip art snake didn't look that bad. It was still clip art, uh, grabbing people <laughs> and eating them and stuff. It, it didn't look terrible, honestly. I've seen it. Also, didn't look great. That's no, what he's trying to say. Yeah, I've, I've seen <laughs> worse. I will say, I've, I've seen worse things. Yeah, because we watch movies like fucking avalanche sharks. Yeah. <laughs> and sand sharks and sand sharks yeah. and santa jaws like yeah we, we've, we've seen, seen a lot stuff. of wild shit okay so for the uninitiated with anaconda uh this movie is about a group working on a documentary about a long lost tribe uh on the amazon river and everything falls apart when they meet this mysterious i don't know what He's Peruvian. National, thank you. I guess he's Peruvian. We'll talk about yeah. that later. Uh, Peruvian man and his old quest that gets initiated again. And just the madness of an anaconda that likes to eat people. Honestly, that, that's, <laughs> that's kind of the crux of it. Uh, yep. This movie is a mess. <laughs> Watching it again, it, it's absolutely a mess. But like I said, still fun. It uh, is a fun movie. Tons, you like it. Tons of famous people. Uh, Frank Welker, if you know that name, he does any animal sound in anything that you're doing. Um, yeah. He's one of the most famous people. He has to have an award being involved with so many different things because he can make any animal sound and just make and it sound And he's cool. Fred in Scooby-Doo, so he could wear a hell of an ascot. <laughs> right? It's such an amazing voice. But... Uh, we'll get into the story because it ain't a lot to this one. I'll tell you that. So uh, we'll get. And you basically already said it all. Yeah, you know. <laughs> but we'll get moving on this. So, uh, like I said, this is a group working on a documentary about a tribe, the Shirashamas, mm-hmm. Shama tribe on the Amazon River. So we have Terry, that's Jennifer Lopez, uh, her cameraman and friend Danny, that's Ice Cube. The production manager, that's Denise, uh, Kari Werther. She does a lot of voices in animes and things like that now. Uh, Denise's boyfriend, he's a sound engineer. That's Owen Wilson. Oh, wow. The narrator 
is Warren from, I remember him from Jumanji. Yeah, he's the big game hunter from Jumanji who's trying to kill Alan. I mean, he's been in tons more. He was like in Clue, I think. He's a pompous British guy, basically. He's he's always a fancy dude. To be clear, he's not the narrator of the movie Anaconda. He's the narrator of the documentary that they're filming. Yeah. (laughs) Anaconda after all this. Psychologist professor is Eric Stoltz. Uh, Eric Stoltz, he was in that movie called Mask. No, not the one with the green mask. He was the one that had the big lumpy face. It had Cher in it. Mm-hmm. Remember that movie? Yeah, I remember that fucking movie. Yeah. What is his name? Rocky Dennis. Rocky Dennis. AKA yeah. Matt Smith on a good day. <laughs> <You're> fucking right. <laughs> For literal years. I've been saying that. I love you. Touching the side of a house? What is this? I love Matt Smith. <laughs> I have no idea what y'all are talking about. Oh, man, it's a lumpy face. I'll show you a picture one day. I'm here for it. <laughs> and then the boat skipper, Mateo. I've seen this guy before. Uh, Vincent Castellanos? Castellanos? Castellanos. Oh, he was in The Crow. Ugh. City of Angels. Yeah, that's why I ain't finished it. It was a poop movie. But uh, they are working on their, their documentary, and it's it's in the cool honeymoon phase of a of a trip everybody's like yeah and they're all playing this the music gonna be such a good movie you know annoying each other and then they find a stranded uh per- peruvian, peruvian from paraguay sure. is he type. from paraguay or peru i thought he was from peru. he's from some p place it's all right and uh south america they meet this cool guy that knows everything he's a hunter Named Cerrone, Paul Cerrone, just call him Cerrone or John Voight, however I feel about it. Mm. And they help him out. Uh, and he keeps telling him that he knows where the Shirashamas came from because they helped him out earlier in his little journey. And so uh, instantly, a lot of people really don't like Cerrone because he's very creepy and he likes to sneak around quietly and just do things. And so the leader of this whole uh, journey is the professor, Kale. Stephen Eric Stoltz, uh, they fuss a lot about uh, just anything that's sure Shama related or what they're actually doing because Sarone wants them to follow a really weird path. And he's like, Well, sure, Shamas are down this way. And he's like, We should go this way. And, and, and Stephen's like, Oh, that's really weird because you know, we should they're do this. supposed to be this way. So there's a lot of fussing about that. Uh, many, no one can agree. Many moments where Sarone is just kind of watching people or faking that he's sleep and just kind of it's creepy just around uh john Voigt's a very creepy man to begin with mm-hmm. but now he's got a weird accent and he's just like 17 times more creepier yep so uh the ship gets caught up in a uh, rope from the ship it falls off i guess and so steven goes down and cuts it up and while he's down there he gets stung in the throat by a wasp because there's types of wasps that just just hang out on water and go inside of breathing apparatuses, apparatus. And so he gets stung in the throat, and they do... Well, uh, I mean, you, you don't realize that that wasp was placed there intentionally, right? Oh. Yeah. So he, he put he there intentionally. Yeah, he admits to it later that he yeah. put it, he put it inside the tube. Yeah. Okay. I was assuming it was just no, really so, shitty. So a big old bitch. Uh, <laughs> so they do a uh, oh, okay. cryptothyrotomy. 
they just uh, make a make an extra tube in the throat so you can breathe. They do an emergency tracheotomy using yeah. a pen. Just yep. like in Saw 5? And Grey's Anatomy and every medical drama you've ever seen in your whole life. I think yeah. Dr. Yeah. Hibbert did it once on The Simpsons. Yeah. <laughs> you take the middle part out of a pen, cut a little hole in the neck, you shove that pin in there, boom, fixed. And so, hooray, Stephen's life is saved. But he's like in a coma now, so that's good for Saron. So now he's just kind of quietly now in charge. I'm kind of in charge because other guy who was in charge isn't here anymore. And so Saron tells everybody that the plan is really just to find this record-breaking anaconda. He's been tracking for a long time, and if we want to save Stephen because he's only got a few days to live, we need to go down this weird, freaky path. It'll get us there faster to safety and civilization. And so they're kind of stuck in a rock and hard place because he's kind of scary and in charge and they can't go backwards because they don't have the gas for it. So uh, they just sally forth. At this point in the movie, people are just quietly getting snatched up. This anaconda is really quiet and it eats people, even though it probably eats very loud and disgusting sound. Uh, he does all this very quiet, he or she. I th- think the first one's just a dude. Question mark. Uh, yeah, it don't matter. But um yeah, <laughs> uh, there are many points where Sarone is using the people as bait. Um, there's d- multiple times where he doesn't really give any type of shits about the people. So uh, one night, Sarone is attempting to capture the snake, and it actually grabs, uh, was it Gary? It was Owen Wilson's character. Yeah. Uh, grabs him, and so he gets getting smushed. And the girlfriend tries to save him, but then, no, not the girlfriend, um, Jennifer Lopez tries to save him, but Sarone like knocks the gun out of her hands. Mm-hmm. And so Gary gets eaten. Uh, Denise, the girlfriend, is very upset the next day. Inconsolable. And Sarone's being a super duper dick at this point. He's got the gun, one of the few guns on the ship. So he's like, I'll shoot you. If you get too close, I'll hit my mom and shoot you. <laughs> and. <laughs> They actually form a plan to take him out. So Jennifer Lopez and all her hotness comes into, like, I guess the cabin. I guess this is a shitty little ship. Mm-hmm. But comes into a room with Sarone and is like, hey, gonna seduce him. I'm a, I want to make out with you and you should protect me with your strong old man arms. And he's like, okay. Gross. <laughs> and they start kissing and he's like, I'm not stupid. He's like, I know you're trying to distract me. And then the narrator actually cracks him in the head with, what, one of his golf clubs, right? Mm-hmm. Or was a bat. It golf just club. knocks a hole in his head mm-hmm. and knocks him out. And so they actually tie him down, and it's really awesome. Um, they are stuck at one spot, and they have to get off the ship and actually, like, tow it off. Kind of like that scene in Jurassic Park when Dennis has to get out and, like, get the, the little Jeep and pull it out. And then that thing spits in his face and eats him. It's kind of the same thing happens. There's no spit in the face, but people. Mm-hmm. So Denise decides this is her moment to get revenge by herself quietly, not telling anybody, and tries to stab Sarone with a knife. Sarone uh, hops up and chokes her out with his like sexy thick thighs and kills him <laughs> and kills her. So Denise is gone and knocks her body off the side, and no one hears any struggle or decides to look up for the, the two. I don't know, 30 seconds it takes to kill somebody with your thighs. Uh, it's absolutely a mess. So uh, once again, 
everybody is just falling apart. And Cerrone is fighting Ice Cube. The snake has eaten just about everybody except Jennifer Lopez, Ice Cube's character. You missed the part with the narrator. Yeah, I was gonna. Well, I was just gonna go past it, but oh, okay. the narrator actually he, like he uses himself as a distraction. He gets eaten off a waterfall, probably one of the coolest scenes in this movie. Absolutely, just dives off of it, and the anaconda was waiting on him to do that. And so Ice Cube's fighting Cerrone and not doing that good, which is Ice Cube's a thick boy, but he's not. A, he's not a fighty boy. He's a thick boy. Uh, yeah, and, and and Professor Stephen wakes up from his coma because you know many bullets have gone off at this point and screams and he stabs Sarone with the tranquilizer dart. Hooray! And so Sarone's knocked out and he falls into the water. And so everybody's really excited. And you know, just like in any horror movie, when a bad guy falls into something, you don't see him die. You know, surely he's gone. He'll never come back, right? So. Um, Terry and Ice, I'm just going to call them by their real names, Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube, they actually, like, get caught again by Cerrone later on, because they find this, what, it was like a abandoned, like, warehouse yeah, like situ- a, situation, because they're looking for gas, because they're almost out of gas. I think it was like, um, a pa- like a, not a paper mill, but a tree mill. Oh, yeah, it's a type like, of manufacturing yeah, plant. Yeah, where they cut down where they send trees and stuff yeah and then Cerrone I don't know caught up to him and got in front of him because that's what a bad guy is really good at Mm -hmm. and knocks them both out and he dumps monkey blood on them because that is the anaconda's favorite thing just monkey blood it's the best put that on some monkey yummy monkey bread on with monkey blood so uh use them as bait because at this point they have killed one anaconda. One got shot in the head. So, hooray. Oh, no. Fuck that anaconda. I'm going to give you a bigger one, this movie said. <laughs> and so the snake appears, and it's coiling itself around Ice Cube and Jennifer Lopez, and it's choking them out. But then they're caught in the net by Sarone because Sarone wants to keep this thing alive so he can, I don't know, sell it to somebody. He wants to, to capture the anaconda. Yeah, to sell to somewhere, museum. Yeah. And plus get awards for finding the biggest anaconda. Yeah. yeah. But the some bitch is like smart. So be sure to get money. Poacher. It's it's a terrible idea, apparently. So uh <laughs> um while this is happening, the anaconda breaks free and Sarone's like, oh no. It's like me and the snake aren't friends right now. And he starts running away, and the snake's like I'll go for you now, sir. Uh, and he's climbing up a ladder. It's one of the scenes from the trailer. If you watch the original trailer from this movie, you'll see him like climbing up the ladder and the snake like spins around it real quick. Absurd speeds for an anaconda. Yeah. But yeah, uh, Cerrone actually gets grabbed and it starts fucking eating him. It was really cool. I thought you would, you know, it, it, was, it, was, it was fun. Uh, <laughs> one of my favorite parts in this movie happens. Um, it's one, of, it's my seven words. But um, it's not the end of John Voight. The snake eats him, but then he pops back up real quick to just, I don't know, just be absurd. So uh, we'll talk about it later with my seven words. It's an absolutely stupid scene. Uh, So Jennifer Lopez, she runs into a building and it's full of baby anacondas. So this is the ultimate nest. Baby snakes. No, thank you. And then the snake gets there and it's like, leave my 
babies alone, you bitch. Indiana Jones would have shot himself. <laughs> He'd had a well, seizure. Uh, why does it, it always have to be snakes? It chases I know up, like, I did. <laughs> chases her up this like like furnace situation. Really smoke sack. And she's yeah. coming out and screaming. Ice Cube traps the snake. It like he stabs the end of the tail, so it's trapped. Very much like one of the last Freddy Krueger movies when he gets his tongue stuck in mm-hmm. the uh, the oven and they crawl out. Mm-hmm. So trapped because he wants to eat something. Yep. Just like Freddy. With a pickaxe. Yeah. And then they actually ignite a fire from the smokestack. And they then, pour gas all over him. They pour the fuel all over him. Yeah. And that snake just like gets exploded, just like home improvement style. Just bleh. And so they get outside and they're like, hey, everything's fine. We, we survived. We did snake it. Snake landed in the water. Yeah. On fire in the water. And you're like, hey, it's dead. I'm like, no, it's just, probably not. It just it's hurt a lot. Burnt a lot. Uh, snake pops back out the water and it's like, I'm really mad now. I'm going to fuck y'all up. And then Ice Cube slams an axe in its head and kills it. Yeah, he went very hard on Yeah. <laughs> And so uh, after this, Jennifer Lopez and Ice Cube, they meet back up with, uh, I was going to call him Rocky Dennis, uh, (laughs) uh, with Professor Steven. He's uh, back awake and his throat's not bloody anymore. And that's good. So they float down river and they find the tribe that Cerrone was talking about. So apparently he wasn't actually lying. He was telling the truth about that. He lied about everything else. Mm -hmm. But he did know where the tribe was. Son of a bitch. And so, and he lied about that snake gate. Yeah, they like he lied about a lot of stuff. Yeah, and then they start filming and they continue their documentary. They should really get back to civilization and talk about all the murders and the giant snake they saw. But yeah, that's for another day. Explain how all those people died, but sure. Yeah, that's for another day or another four films. Uh, Anaconda. This series keeps going. Now, when you make a solid movie about a giant animal, like a that's killing people, you're gonna get sequels. Like, oh yeah, sequels to pretty much all of the shark movies, no matter how dumb they are. Like, yep. how many Sharknadoes do we have? Like seven of them already. Yeah, and there's a bunch of Lake Placids. There's a bunch mm-hmm. of Anacondas. There, like, it never ends with animal movies and. Not all horror movies are like that. A lot of horror movies are just like one-offs. Mm-hmm. But for some reason, animal movies are really, really good at making sequels. So yeah, I mean, the just, sequels don't necessarily do well. Yeah. Well, it just looks nice. It's just an animal. You don't have to worry about like a person talking, making jokes and stuff. It's just, it's just a well, and the other thing is animals can hide their nests in random ass places and they'll yeah. be like normal sized for long enough for people to go eh those are normal sized animals but there's a lot of them eh they're normal sized don't worry <laughs> about it but there's a nuclear reactor like right next to that nest eh, it'll eh. be fine and then a couple years later oh no why are they so big yeah it's all right so uh, what was everybody's favorite character in Anaconda? Katie. Um, I'm going to cheat. I had two. Uh, the combination of JLo and Ice Cube was it for me. Like, they were yeah. so fucking good together. And I'm honestly a little sad and upset that we don't have more movies where the two of them were starring together. Yeah. Um, for whatever reason, they tend to pair JLo with, like, angry 
white guys in her. I was yeah. gonna say white guys. Yeah, it's always like angry white guys with J Lo, but like she would do so. She did so well, like playing off of Ice Cube, and like it was beautiful. Their yeah. whole friendship was great, and I loved it. But also, like, why are cameramen always black in scary movies? <laughs> It, it's a good spot to have comic relief with the camera thing because they see everything again, you know? And so like, oh shit, that was scary. And it's like, yeah, it was scary. Yeah, I guess. It's a good window for us. I guess. I don't know. He could have been the lead. He could have been the doctor. <laughs> Agreed. But then we wouldn't have had him fighting and losing, so. Maybe they could have changed the plot a little bit. We've been fine. <laughs> Sorry, I really like J-Lo and Ice Cube together. Uh, Emma. I also had Ice Cube, but I also had the soundtrack because the soundtrack was great and it was very 90s and it made me very happy. Yeah. So Ice Cube for all the exact same reasons. Micah? Um, I'm going to go with Owen Wilson. Bull. Uh, not that he was a great like person in this movie, but a character in the sense that we had to have somebody swing in order to affect the movie entirely. Mm, maybe because it was a giant animal movie, it didn't really mean a whole lot, but uh, his transition from me being this random thirsty sound guy to hey i want to make a lot of money with this animal poacher uh kind of changed the psyche of the entire crew of the boat yeah, yeah. like oh well oh shit i i mean if he can be affected what the fuck is actually happening out here you know when j-lo you know j-lo was the smartest one when she realized that you know uh what what's his name i i forget the, the main poacher guy Sarone took his his knife and just kind of like dragged it across the map and went, yeah, we're going this way. Wait a minute. That's the same route you tried to propose earlier that we said no to. You know, she was the only smarty pants on the boat, but Owen Wilson was the only one that kind of was like, "Hmm, I'm just in this for the money. So I'm going to do that. And then the entire crew's like, wait, what do you mean you're in this for the money? Like, you know, money doesn't dictate everything (laughs) so they were like well oh shit now he's changed and he's got a gun now even though he doesn't know how to fucking use it we're all gonna be like oh we're all butthurt that you changed your opinion on this whole situation so when but you got eaten and we're all sad for you (laughs) Uh, is it just me or does the jungle make you horny (laughs) fuck so my character, my, my favorite character is Owen Wilson because I feel like he kind of had the biggest impact on this entire movie. He really did. <laughs> it, it, it wasn't a major like, oh my God, we're only here to see Owen Wilson. It was a, wow, how did Owen Wilson kind of affect this whole movie with his random ass decision that made zero sense in the middle of the movie? How did that affect the entire movie? Well, it did. So suck it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was a 
old fashioned heel turn that made everything <laughs> fall apart. Wow. I mean, that ship was already on a crash course to just fuckery. <laughs> a crash course to fuckery. <laughs> uh, my, I did not have a favorite character. It's probably the first time I did it. I put none available and put a question mark. Like old school scary movie. Uh, everybody was kind of poop in this. Even Jennifer Lopez. She had her moments of coolness. But I don't know. It just, he was so ominous and scary, like Sarone when he got there. And he never stopped being ominous and scary. And they just let him just get in charge. It, I don't know. It was just, yeah. He caught him off. He caught him all off guard at the perfect times and just not even quietly got in charge. He was just like, yeah, we're going this way now. And they're like, I guess. Like, no, that ain't right. When he pulled out the gun, was like, we're going this way. I'm like, okay, that's more reasonable and evil. Not just like no threat. Because later on, they beat his ass as a group. And he wasn't that much of an issue. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. So, what was everybody's least favorite character? Katie. John Voight. Yeah. Sarone was so bad like and it's not even i don't know everyone always gets on me because i don't like the villains but john voight's character in this movie was fucking trash there was no redeeming qualities about his character he was a super dick agreed and okay this movie (laughs) Made me so happy watching it as a kid because I, as a child, I loved seeing J-Lo in anything mm-hmm. because she was really one of the first Latina actresses that I got to see in the mainstream and yeah. it had a big impact on me. And I was actually really disappointed in this movie watching it now, no, like because J-Lo did not have any type of accent in this movie. Yeah. Um, and I feel like she sh- definitely should have. They were like in South America traveling in Brazil. Like they, sh- she should have had some type of like Latin accent. Um, but the entire idea that they made this movie with the perfect Latina heroine and then put in John Voight as fucking south american snake chaser was fucking bullshit (laughs) that accent was atrocious and it just made me upset like you could have done things so much better hire literally anyone of latin descent to fucking be this poacher do not give it to john voight and tell him to put on to make an accent like Right? Like, you should have switched John Voight and Danny Trejo, if we're being real. Like, Danny Trejo, for the two seconds in the beginning of that, should have been John Voight, and he should have been fucked up in three seconds in this movie. And Danny Trejo would have been so much more intimidating and so much more appropriate. And realistic, honestly. Mm -hmm. Like, we talk about how much of a baby face he had at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, Danny Trejo. Like, I can see... I could see John Voight as being like a poacher, hunter, whatever, snake chaser. Sure. That's fine. That could go to anybody. 
But yeah. don't give him a fucking backstory of being from South America and then give him this shit ass accent that he clearly can't do because he's from fucking oh. New York and he's a but, random white dude. But, like, yeah. But was that a real backstory or was it just made up because he's a poacher? It doesn't matter. It was still it doesn't garbage. Matter. They he spent the whole fucking movie with that horrible imitation of a South American accent. So he was clearly yeah. meant to be from South America. Yeah. And that's fair. It was that's but it should have been it should have been Danny Trejo. It yeah. it definitely should have been. Or literally any other person yep. who, with a Latin background. Like correct. If you were going for big star in 1997, pick Antonio Banderas, y'all. Like, oh, yeah. nice. you want to yeah. talk about people with fucking Latin accents who are huge in 1997, don't choose John Voight. That was right? a horrible fucking choice. Yep. Well, him no. and Danny, uh, Antonio Banderas and Danny Trejo, I mean, according to Spy Kids, they're basically brothers, right? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, also, if you want to take the route of like being someone that seems trustworthy, that could like have a baby face and make it seem like, oh, I'm fine. You could have gone the woohoo route of choosing Ricky Martin in the 90s, honestly. Yeah, I don't know that I would. I don't think Ricky Martin is believable. No. But, 1997 Ricky you know. Martin is believable as being anyone in the Amazon, yeah. but yes. Yeah. Yes. Sure. <laughs> Sorry, I had a huge problem with John Voight and his accent and the idea oh, 100%. that he's to believe that he's from South America, so that's why yep. he's my least favorite. Um, Emma? Uh, Gary, because he's a two-faced flip-flopping trying to get his dick wet bitch. <laughs> You're not wrong. Yeah. No, when he literally looked at that girl and is it just me or does Jung Megley hungry? I literally, I rolled my eyes so hard, Otis felt it. Right? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I was like, Jesus Christ, Owen. Like, keep it in your pants. Yeah, it was bad. Fuck. Micah? Uh, So I'm going to say John Voight. Uh, I do it for the culture, Micah. No, 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 I won't. I have different reasons. I will say that I would have taken his fake accent as a believable thing as, oh, I'm a poacher, so I have to fake like I'm actually from the area. Hmm. Because most of the movie was him trying to uh, compare his size with uh, Eric Stoltz character uh dr stephen kale because he was like uh we don't need to go that way because the tribe obviously would have gone searching for food and the tide was too high or the river was too high so we they would have had to move up that mountain so we should go that way he's like oh okay i guess Because he was just a fake from the beginning. If they had led on to that, maybe he lost his accent like partway through the movie. Like, I'm just yeah. a fucking poacher. Uh, I'm only going off of the the spotty ass uh, intel that I've had the entire time. It would have led on to a more believable scenario of I'm just a poacher and trying to find my money and find this fake ass snake that i don't actually believe in but everybody else does 
Yeah. Maybe a crack shot, but I don't actually believe that this snake exists. Like, I wish that they had led on to that instead of going like, I'm obviously from uh, that country that Homer saw and went, you are gay. (laughs) Uh, But I mean, I know that's not what he said, but uh, they tried to make it too much of a believable situation instead of just going campy with it and going like, okay, he's obviously trying to fake that he's a poacher. Let's find him out and kind of expose him. Yeah, it would have been way better if he was like really fucking freaked out by that snake when he caught it the first time and he was like, son of a bitch, we got to get out of here. Well, I mean, I would I would have said that it would have been more believable if he had finally been exposed and been like, all right, I'm fucking faking it. But guess what? I have the guns. And I just convinced your compadre over here that I'm going to pay him a lot of fucking money to double cross you. Uh, I know how to hunt a snake. I know how to hunt big game. You know, he could have been a real poacher. Yeah. I don't give a shit about that, you know, but his backstory could have been more believable as being fake or, you know, could have been exposed because, you know, Dr. Uh, Dr. Kale, you know, obviously called him out from the beginning and he's like, oh, oh, big Mr. Big Shot over here knows what he's talking about. All right, well, I'm just going to put a fucking poisonous wasp in your mask and suck on <laughs> that big shot, you know. Uh, I felt like he could have been a much better evil villain if he had been found out instead of just been portraying this evil character the whole time and J-Lo being like, oh my God, I had no idea. Like, I'm completely dumb and can't figure out my butthole from a a poacher like (laughs) like i I felt like that would have been a better tale for that villain villainous character they were so you know it's like it's like most of the evil movies we watch they were so close if they had just one did one last detail or given in to something where they were found out but then kept going with it, you know, just to see what would happen. You know, real life shit. Yep. That, that's We're always... trying to make shit so fake. We yep. don't care about the fake shit anymore. That's always the sad part. They're always like a step away. Or if they change, like if they just edited one little thing, it just would have been way, way better. Miles or, ahead. Or if, if somebody had just had that much more imagination, like, fuck. Okay, we found this guy out. Now what? Yeah. You know, if somebody had just raised that last question, now what? <laughs> yeah, that'd have been way better. No, I, I'm with you, Micah. I'm with you on that. So I wrote down John Voight's accent is mm-hmm. my least favorite character. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Micah was getting me because there was more to that character that I just didn't really like. 100%. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And just you saying all that is just, they could have just edited a few spots on him and just worked with that. Some of my favorite villains are like the chicken shit heel ones. Like, yes, like they act big and buff. But then when shit gets crazy, they're like, oh, yeah. shit, I'm not ready for this. And then they luck into a situation. Absolutely. Some of my favorite villains are worked like that. Uh, he was just so it's funny. This movie, it's it's a cult classic. Um Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of it is the campiness of it that a lot of people love and John Voight's character is very campy the way he talks and the way he carries himself it's like old 
school like bad guys just like i'm evil and you know i am <laughs> it's just blatantly it's, evil in front of everybody and no one sees it but it's it would have been cool like, if they had seen it and then it was like fuck they found me out i was trying to be all old school and thought it was the 90s before the internet and i thought <laughs> that you know uh, nobody would ever figure me out but you know, J-Lo and, and Ice Cube, yes, they're they're celebrities, but I feel like they're smart enough to have figured something like that out. You know, just give them more credit than, than you gave them for this movie. Yeah. And then have him pull some, some like, lucky-ass shit that he flipped a coin and all of a sudden he got lucky on a decision and it was like, oh, shit, I pulled it off. Well, I'll be damned. Yeah, that would have been well, way better. Guys at the end because he's not that good, you know. Yeah, we should just. This is a fucking poacher, and poachers deserve to die, and usually they do. Thank God. Uh, we should just make our own anaconda. Mm-hmm. That's all. I, that's all I'm getting from. Well, you. you know, I've already got. No, I'm just kidding. Just so we're clear, I'm not going to the Amazon rainforest. No. We'll just get a stuff. I'll make it in my bathtub. That's okay. I mean, we're lucky enough to be in the age group that uh, we may not have an Amazon for too much longer. Oh, awful. Mm. Sad. Then, the Amazon, then the anacondas will just move. Nay. Bitch. Nay. <laughs> Road trip. Anacondas are driving a car. <laughs> Fuck. There's no water here. They just got a tank of water behind them. Okay. So let us do. <laughs> Seven word synopsis. So only had one because I was enjoying myself watching this. Oh, shut up. You can enjoy it. We yeah, all. I know. Uh, so <laughs> my my only one is that corpse winked at me. How absurd. <laughs> oh, the anaconda eats Sarone and then just decides like, I don't like how he tastes and throws him up right in front of Jennifer Lopez and he lands right in front of her and he winks his eye. He's just like, because one of his eyes gets jacked up because he gets yeah. really hard. So he winks. And I, I just, I could picture in the theater when he gets thrown up and just winks. People were like, what? <laughs> probably some people laughed. Someone screamed probably because it was scary. But yeah. just, somebody was like, what the fuck did that mean? And just looked around like, Wait, what? So, uh, oh, no, go ahead. No, it's it's just an absurd scene. It always makes me laugh when I see him wink because it just yeah. didn't make any sense. <laughs> so at the beginning of the movie, it said that the anaconda is never satisfied after it eats. So it'll puke up what it just ate to eat it again. Oh. And so that plus what snakes actually do is when they feel threatened or they need to move quickly, they will very quickly regurgitate whatever is in their stomach so that they can move faster. Oh. So because she was coming at him with a bunch of bullshit, he went yeet and just spit that bitch right in her face Mm -hmm. to distract her so that the snake could get out of the way. Oh, okay. So, I mean, I fully agree with you. That was what the fuck. But, like, that was an actual science moment in that movie, and I got really excited about it. Oh, that's cool. I feel yeah. like there was a lot of effort put into this movie, but then they just, the, I mean, maybe it was another one of those big budget movies that were, that suffered from being big budget and meant that people investing in it put their big budget into big editing. Mm-hmm. On the nose. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, 
there are a few movies that are equal all across the board with like effort and CG and acting and stuff. And those are the ones mm-hmm. that everybody loves. A lot of them, yeah. it's weighted heavily in certain spots. And some spots are really light. Uh, yeah. A lot of the acting and the lines in this movie, eh, not a lot of weight was put on them. <laughs> but Dag Nabbit, that fucking anaconda looked great. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it really fucking did. Yeah. Oh, fun fact. So the animatronic anaconda that they made uh, was like, I think if I read it right, it was like 40 feet long and like 5,000 pounds. And it shorted out in a couple of scenes. So there's a handful of scenes where that thing is thrashing and it wasn't supposed to be, but it fit the scene so well that they left it in. (laughs) Dude recording's like, oh shit. Ooh, Mm -hmm. that sounds like a really good gamer tag. Animatronic Anaconda. (laughs) Ooh. Ooh, that might be enough symbols you might fit it you could sounds fit it. like a porn yes oh, wow aye, aye, aye. We, can that that. we can do that with that the is one that i will there. not watch that's the name of a dildo company i'm sure it's, oh, it's a scene in the bram strokers strokers <laughs> yeah bram strokers anaconda. featuring a guest appearance by the animatronic anaconda <laughs> <laughs> okay uh katie Someone sue John Voight for that accent. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. He's supposed to be Paraguayan, guys. Paraguayan. The people versus John Voight's accent. Yep. I (laughs) gladly join that civil. That is a jury that I will happily serve on. Okay. Guilty, Um, bitch. Guilty. Bye. All right. Snakes that can swallow whole adults? Nope. Yep. (laughs) No thanks. And then white folks died and BIPOCs lived. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yep. He didn't he didn't stay in the water a lot, so he knew what was up. BIPOCs, both. Yeah. They well, oh, one water. of them, one of them got fucked. Mateo. Danny Trejo died at the but, beginning. Yeah. And Danny Trejo. Yeah. Sorry, sorry. That's it. But, but, but J Lo and Ice Cube lived the whole time. Oh, oh yeah. Yes. No, that was the best. I was so happy about I'm that. I'm sure they spent the most money on them anyway. Of course they did. It was J Lo and Ice Cube. That's true. They were in the nineties. And honestly, they kind of gave them minor roles. I mean, J Lo had the bigger-ish role, but not really. She didn't really matter to that situation. Yeah. It was more about the anaconda, honestly. She was a sales pitch. Worked. <laughs> Got me in the theater. Uh, Micah. Big snake, big dickin' causes big destruction. 100. 100. <laughs> the wow. real reason why the rainforest is deforested. Oh. I mean, if 40 foot anacondas were in it, like, well, we can quit. <laughs> if 40 foot anacondas were in it, eating people who were trying to take down the trees, we would not, we would not need would, them. Yeah, no. They would just be, there would be no logging problem in yep. the rainforest. Take them out. <laughs> Go ahead, Emma. Oh, okay. Sorry, Onyx got the best of us. So I'm just going to kind of. Give a little woohoo to the IMDb uh, synopsis because, or the uh, tagline, because it was seven words. You can't scream if you can't breathe. 
Oh, shit. Not wrong. Yep. So here are mine, and I have a lot, and I'm sort of not sorry. Okay. Documentary in progress. Oh, hey, Danny Trejo. (laughs) (laughs) Eight and not satisfied? Puke and repeat. Nice. Uh, And then a quote, we're all at the mercy of machines. And then the best line, whose army? Yo mama's. (laughs) Damn. And then my last two, camera crew learns the Amazon real fast. Yeah, that's the truth. Getting gay with kids is here. Oh, so you know that reference, right? yes, South Park. So the alliterative is constrictor crushes captain and crew creating chaos. Yup. That's true. True. Okay. This film, it came out April 11th, 1997. Good Lord. It's very old. <laughs> As are we all. Yeah. Yeah. We so, all old now. Uh, what do you guys think the budget for Anaconda was, Katie? Forty thousand million. Sorry, forty million. I was about to say. <laughs> thirty thousand million. <laughs> forty million. Okay, uh, Katie, uh, Micah. Oh fuck! Yep. Oh fuck! Oh fuck! <laughs> I can't uh, help it if I like getting in a low register and saying "oh fuck." I've never had any complaints about when I say "oh fuck." <laughs> uh, damn it! Uh, Pick one. Forty-five dollar dues. Forty-five dollar dues, Emma. I'll split the difference. Forty-two point eight dollar dues. Forty-two point eight. So the sound is like it's not the sound actually but someone hit it right on the head micah come on hey what up (laughs) yes you won in anaconda come on down and he'd be eaten by an anaconda oh damn it (laughs) not again you get eaten by an anaconda (laughs) so what do you guys think the box office was katie 120 dollar dues 120 dollar dues uh micah $178 $178 dues. Ooh, I like where his head's at. Emma. $165 dues. $165. I like where your head's at. Also, um, not bad, all your bets, but only one person didn't go over. Katie. So yeah. the box office went $136 dues. Nice. So a uh, modest amount of money. It did good. Like it, it was enjoyable. I mean, they made fifty more Anaconda films. So, yeah. Again, okay. Wait, 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 wait. Movie, but but I have to ask. There was only one real Anaconda remake, but yes. how many did they actually make? Like four. So they made Anacondas. Mm-hmm. And the then, Hunt for Blood Orchid. Yeah, and then Anaconda Three about the babies. Then Anaconda's Trail of Blood, and then Lake Placid versus Anaconda. What the fuck? That's a oh. movie. Oh fuck! Oh, we missed our opportunity. That's next year. Yeah. What do you <laughs> mean missed? Okay, we fine. can do sorry. it this year. I'm sorry, but wait, what was Blood Orchid? I thought Blood Orchid was that's the Anaconda's. Sequel. 
the hunt for the blood orchid that is the actual sequel oh, it's okay. called yeah. anacondas but was that the second official movie that came yes out? Uh, oh, okay. that's the one Did i believe more after that yes yeah, yeah why uh they, yeah that's the one where they, they were on out. the raft and like caught I mean, fire and it was that really was awful. okay i will say when we get a chance to watch it i will i'm i am a fan of that i saw it in the theaters oh shit and i felt like the special effects were still good yeah they didn't go over over uh, tally ho on the cgi i thought it was a great movie i'm, I'm gonna not, tell y'all right I'm now sorry. i said great i don't mean great i i mean it was it was an enjoyable movie i'm gonna tell y'all right now the uh poster for lake placid versus anaconda looks like straight booty holes so oh my god i will put my booty hole on that movie and fart <laughs> it looks it. bad well, you can you. still change your pick the for clip this art one. it's looking bad oh thank god that's how that's how we judge our movies anyway so right yeah <laughs> <laughs> no i i actually okay i will say that that the blood orchid movie was boring as shit yeah. but it wasn't a terrible movie I mean, it's a big animal movie. How many big animal movies have we seen in the past decade that we, oh my God. Crocs on the dock, snakes on the lake. It it, it reminds me of a literal like boxing match. Yeah. 20s. Like, I'm okay with that. Yep. Also, also, Mr. Gonna Need a Bigger Boat is a part of it, slash Freddy. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah. yeah, I saw Robert Unglin. But I, I did like some of the twists in Blood Orchid, in which we can talk about when we watch it. But I, I, I'm actually excited if we, if we actually get a chance to review that movie. Yeah. Um, no, we can get to it. It's been a long time since I've seen Blood Orchid. It's been a hot ass minute. Yeah, I mean they involve spiders and shit. So yeah, it, it gets crazy. This whole like arc. And just lore of anacondas. It gets crazy. So, uh, but if you have any other cool fun facts about anacondas, uh, send it to Katie because she loves anacondas. Doesn't freak her out at all. You can tweet us at <laughs> Alan Pod. We have an email there is Alan Presents at gmail.com. Boy, I have a Facebook at Alan Presents. <laughs> I gotta remember to do that shake. So, oh. Oh. I have a fun fact. Yeah. The snakes in the movie are based off of a Titanoboa, which is a dinosaur age snake. Mm-hmm. Current anacondas, the largest in the world is the green anaconda, and I believe it gets up to 25 feet mm-hmm. and 600 pounds. Mm-hmm. That is bigger and heavier than me. That is oh. um, literally so much more nope than i have in my snake tolerance nope 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 nope. no that's a big old bag of fuck out of here like i know like animals are really cool and you know the majesty of it but i'm not gonna play like if anaconda was close enough to me i would not just blow it up it's so it's so fucking funny because when you talk about animals in real life they burn so much energy when they're so much bigger. Mm-hmm. Like myself, uh, burn so much extra energy that they're so tired that they don't even give a fuck about people. Like that anaconda would go like, uh, too much work. Right. I'm gonna go eat like 30 mice. 
Yeah, it would get on the boat and be like, I'm sleeping now. It just lay there. I'm sleeping. <laughs> I'm not going to eat you people. You fight. I don't want to fight you. I want you to give up and just, you know, suffer the consequence. <laughs> so for reference, um, the regular boa that, or the, the green anaconda that um, Emma was talking about, it's the biggest one we have left currently. And the titanoboa was 45 feet long 25%. and 3,500 What pounds. the fuck? Yeah. Yep. I mean, I could get there if I tried. That's not. 45 feet long. Let's work. Let's work. 3,500 pounds. And I don't know what other movie we were watching, but I've definitely looked at this page before. Because I remember looking at this picture. There's a museum somewhere that has a Titanoboa, like, built. Like yeah, the, they. The giant one. Yep, they have one like a giant crocodile. Yep. They have a museum also where there is one section of spine from a titanoboa and it's like Yeah. Fucking huge. I'm fucking here for it, but I want a more believable story. You know what? We're in 2021 and unfortunately none of us are gonna be faced by some fake ass story where you're just gonna buy into racial stereotypes or tropes or okay so now is the time to call danny trejo and say reprise i'm not gonna lie we could literally use danny trejo in any fucking movie and he would fit oh yeah Carface, danny, danny trejo danny james trejo. bond danny trejo but danny trejo is indiana jones baller that he danny trejo really fit in any fucking movie whether hero or villain and everybody would be fucking here for it. Nope. No. 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 What the fuck? No. <laughs> yeah, it's literally the size of the basilisk from Harry Potter. Nope. nope. It's scary. Nah, I'm all right. <laughs> Hard pass. So the only reason why she really wrote that was because that was a real size of a real snake. So. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> he's pushing his glasses up so uh we have three more animal horror uh stories that we're going to do this month i'm very excited some of the picks are hilarious movies and some aren't that hilarious so we'll we'll see how it goes some of them have betty white yeah oh yep. and they're great she's like the best character but um if this is your first episode it, it, it's an interesting one you can watch it. <laughs> dear uh, god Welcome aboard. You. But if not, there's 146 other episodes you can check out. Uh, God, you'll find at least, I don't know, 40 episodes of like some solid movies and then like 80 of them. They're like, not bad. And then probably like 30 of them. They're like, dang, that's doo-doo. And if you don't chew Big Red, then fuck you. Yeah, right. <laughs> there are packs <laughs> of wild dogs <laughs> attacking people. Uh, but no, um, for everyone here, Thank you for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another animal horror film. Okay, bye, guys. Bye. Toots? God, this jungle makes me so horny.